back with another brand new episode of Fat Man Talking Weight Loss. What is going on, guys? Uh, look, first of all, just want to say huge thank you to everyone who listened to the last episode. It was funny enough, which I wasn't expecting. One of the best received episodes, one of the most listened to episodes. And I think I suppose it's down to the fact that people are always curious about fitness. People are always curious about how people get to certain places in their lives. And yeah, you know what? Fucking, I was pretty happy with it. Not gonna lie, uh, it took a lot for me to record, and even I've put off recording this one for a few few weeks, other than the fact that I've been busy and everything else. But you know, it, it is what it is, and I suppose when it comes down to it, um, it's never nice to talk about yourself unless you're kind of, I suppose, one of those arrogant people. Which, unfortunately, I'm not. You know, when you're when you're this heavy and you're this big, it's it's not something that comes naturally to you to highlight yourself too much. Uh, but in saying that, you know, I am the one who owns the podcast, so when it comes down to it, talking about me should be more comfortable than it probably is. Uh, but look, uh, I had a lot of people reach out and they said to me, um, just uh, when I say a lot of people, probably three or four, just saying they enjoyed the podcast, they enjoyed how honest and I suppose close to myself it was. And they just said, look, for the next episode, maybe you could go a little bit more into the details. So I said, look, sat down, thought about it. Um, and I said I'd give it a bash. So I suppose, look, a lot of people would have put on weight, say, in college or when they start working full-time, and, you know, they've always been kind of skinnier. And then you have the other side who you have a lot of people who've maybe gained weight through their whole lives, um, and that would be the Camp Bayman. And it's, it's never a nice one to realise that you've never really been happy with your body since you've been about six or seven years old. And, yeah, I suppose it's tough when you think that a kid that young would have been that focused on weight, and I was, pure honesty. But in saying that, you know, it's part and parcel with the environment you're brought up in and everything else. And look, I think I was the victim of a highly toxic yes environment where if I said I wanted more food, I'd get more food. If I said I wanted a specific food, I'd get a specific food. Now, that wouldn't be the case at dinners, but, you know, snacks, biscuits, crisps, everything along those lines. And yeah, I suppose I thrived in it. You know, I loved the free environment, the open press, 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 fucking hell. Can't even talk to it. Anyway, uh, yeah, the open press with, I suppose, all the um, biscuits and fucking everything else in it. And, you know, you, you sit there and you vegetate, you watch TV. And, like, I was a pretty active kid. I used to go out playing with my friends constantly. It wasn't as if I was sitting at home all day, every day playing PlayStation. Uh, but in saying that, look, it comes down to the fact that I was definitely eating more than I was moving. And for a kid who was going out playing four or five hours a day, fairly fucking shocking, but just shows the volume. Now look, uh, I was trying to think back to moments where you kind of say, Jesus, like that was a significant moment where weight gain was definitely coming and it should have been a warning sign and I know how it wasn't. But one in particular was when I was in junior infants, fucking long, long time ago now, I was five years old, so 20 years ago. I used to leave school and my old man had picked me up and literally just trying to think of the timeline. It wouldn't have been every day now, like I'm not, not being over dramatic. They weren't spending money that way, but at least twice a week I'd get taken for a snack box after junior infants. A fucking snack box, like a full-on snack box. Not a kid's meal, not a kid's version. I get a p big piece of fried chicken, I get chips, I get a curry. Sometimes I'd even get an extra battered sausage just because I wanted it. And they just oblige. So when you think about it, when you're five years old and you're kind of taking in those size portions, you can kind of see how it builds to now. You know what I mean? When you're fucking over 300 pounds, when you're 20 odd stone, and when you're sitting there kind of going, what the fuck happened? But look, it's part and parcel with it. And I suppose that's the picture I kind of want to paint where it wasn't the case that 
I was tortured and food was forced into me and I was part of this whole negative environment. I mean, none of my siblings really sat in the camp I was in. But the truth is, is the problem is in the environment I was in, I thrived in it, I craved it, I wanted all the food. And when the presses are open and when the, the food is that way, you, you just kind of want to eat it. Um, now look, one of the particular times that I would focus in on would have been one of the times our kitchen was being done up and the fridge got put in the TV room. If you imagine, like, talk about convenience, like, you're hungry, the fucking fridge is right there. And I remember, it just shows to me that, like, half the time I probably wasn't eating was down to the fact I was too lazy to get up and walk to the kitchen to get the food. But I remember the fridge was in the TV room, and I remember sitting there, and there was plenty in the fridge, you know what I mean? All the stuff you'd have to cook, which, fair enough, I wouldn't have gone near. But I remember there was an eight-pack of Mother Corner yogurt. Um, I don't even know what they are, calories-wise, a piece. But there was a fair few fucking yogurts. So I sat there anyway, and one yogurt went down, two, three, four, whole packet, eight yogurts. I remember thinking, shit, I've eaten all these fucking yogurts. They're gonna kill me. One, I'd, I'd eaten the whole fucking family supply of Muller Corners. Two, I had no one to blame. I was in the house on my fucking own. And three, I was like, how the fuck am I gonna get rid of all these? So I remember I took a, we had a little bag full of plastic bags back in the day, I know. Environment and all that, you're not meant to do that, but those are those days. Uh, yeah, shitload of plastic bags. And I remember taking them and I, I stuffed all the corners into the bag, put up my room, and then daily for that week, probably a serious pong off it probably, but I used to slowly bring down and kind of pop in the food. And I suppose that's where the secret eating starts. And for anyone who's kind of wondering, like, you know, you probably walk down the street and you see someone who's overweight and you see someone who's in probably a worse fitness state than you. You probably think like, oh, they're lazy and they are majority of the time or oh they eat too much and they do they probably do but the difference is is you don't realize that it's kind of the secret eating or the habits or the negative habits they're formed when your brain isn't even fully formed they're formed when you're young when you're foolish and before you even realize it similar to how we all kind of get in the form where we i don't even know what you call it i suppose we ah oh, fuck losing the words we go, we go into a bit of a mode of autopilot is what I'd call it. And you know it's part and parcel with it, it's, it's madness, but it's there. Um, and look, I suppose one of the, the things I would find hugely part of it is the fact that this environment was there, I had this kind of attitude towards food from a very young age, and this is where I am now. Now look, some of the advice I give to anyone who's trying to lose weight and who's trying to better themselves and everything else, or even just someone who has a goal or a fitness goal, is one, just go out and do it. I mean, I must have thought about starting this podcast for a year before I started it. I must have recorded 16 episodes before I ever released one, and none of those episodes were released. They're all saved on a Google Drive somewhere. And you know, that's part and parcel with it. And it's the same way. I thought about losing weight long, long, long before I ever actually decided to start and I mean, I would say I started last March, but I mean, the truth is, is I only started really focusing on it, like actually focusing on it about two months ago. And it was the case that I had to reach out to someone for help and I had to, I had to take that step where maybe I had to put a little bit of money on the line to make sure I was fucking doing something. And look, you have different kind of people who in your life who are going to benefit you, people are going to build you up. And then you have other people and they're in a camp where I consider them people you should just call out, to be perfectly honest. Now, some people in my life when I was younger, and I suppose you wouldn't get a choice to cut people out, you wouldn't get the choice to keep people in your life or get rid of them. They were just there and you were stuck with it. And some in particular, they were very negative relationships. They constantly, they'd go at you, they'd talk about your weight, they'd use it as, I suppose, an easy tool to bully you. They'd use it as an easy tool to mock you. 
and then when it came down to it they'd apologize through food and a cup of tea and you know it's, it's kind of funny like i remember if, if my mom would scold me like she'd absolutely kill me over something probably wasn't my fault we'll say like fair enough if she was actually giving out but it's usually like i don't know the house is messy and i could have been out i could have been not doing anything anyone else could have messed the house but if you were there you're the one who's getting scalded and that's irish parenting look it's just fucking part and parcel with it but I remember I'd get absolutely scalded and I'd get upset and fucking I'd turn to food. I'd be fucking Biscuit Central, Crisp Central. And then when it came down to it, the apology would come in the form of a big chocolate bar from the shop and whatever you want. Oh, it's fine. We'll buy you off with fucking food. Calories, excess. You've already had a big Adam's portion dinner when you're a kid and you've probably had fucking too much food all day anyway. And that's kind of how it rolls, you know. Um, yeah. I mean, look, I'm an honest dude. It took 25 years to build 142 kg fat lazy unfit dude and yeah i mean look when it came down to it i probably turned to a lot of incorrect decisions throughout the years on how to lose weight now i kind of told you last time about what i was actually doing to lose weight currently and that's great and it is working you know we're a few weeks down a few kilos down again since the last time i weighed in and feeling really good you know feeling positive about the training and that's great um now look training's been kind of lax the past week happens but you know when it comes down to it that's a really good thing that i'm actually kind of enjoying it most of the time anyway but the things i tried i remember once i was uh, approached by the mother probably half 10 at night you know where that fucking tv shopping comes on and she said look at this shane it's fucking fantastic lateral tie trainer it's this fucking weird stepping machine costs like fucking 100 quid fucking useless yoke and you basically would just step up and down apparently it was meant to fucking tone your whole body and everything else and they said Look, do you, want to, do, you want to, do you want us to buy you that? And you could do that while you watch TV and you lose a bit of weight. And I remember thinking, yeah, yeah, go on, yeah, yeah fuck it, why not? And I'm pretty sure it was my cousin's communion over in England was the event that they wanted me to be thinner for. They, they wanted to not bring over the fat cunt of a son. But, you know, it was what it was. And I remember they used to make me go on the ladder and tie trainer a few nights a week while I was watching TV. And, like, the thing did nothing. It was a bit of a stepper, like, and it would count the steps and everything else. And it was, you were kind of only moving your legs. It wasn't... It wasn't anything amazing it wasn't it was kind of a gimmick kind of kind of a fucking thing but yeah these are the type of things or i've used whey protein shakes as meal replacements before i absolutely starved the shit out of myself would just have four or five of those and then i'd have a dinner and the calories would be relatively okay it fucking wasn't good was it um i was approached with weight watchers at the age of 11 and the bribe of an ipod for my confirmation if i lost two stone um fuck what are fucking gadgets and gizmos did we buy over the years just to try and make me fucking lose weight oh you sit down with you know those slender tones they're belt that go around your waist and they're meant to fucking massage your abs and give you a six pack fucking big load of bullshit but yeah that's kind of it um now look i was a kid who very much lived a lot inside my own head and i used to think a lot and i used to have a lot of inner monologues and one of the main things i used to do it wasn't the case of visualization where i was kind of seeing a goal and i was thinking about it and i was focusing on it but I used to kind of live in this fancy land where I'd have a little montage in my head every night and I'd be sitting in bed and I'd be thinking, oh, a few months down the line now, I'm going to lose the weight, I'm going to look great, I'm going to feel fantastic. And fucking hell, like, it's deluded, really. And I mean, like, even at the age of 16, 17, when you're pretty much an adult and I genuinely sit there thinking, oh, I'm going to look like Chris Hemsworth now in a few months. I just bought a new men's health. His, his workout routine is there. I'm going to go down to the local leisure centre. I'm going to do that. And I'm going to feel pretty good about it. And... Um, you know why the movie montage actually works in the movie is because the character in the story arc has, has done the fucking work. 
they've done the training and they're doing the training and that's the reason it fucking works not when you're sitting lazy in fucking bed after munching down 12 cookies and fantasizing about fucking getting fit it's deluded um yeah i suppose look i tried a lot of fucking stupid shit to lose weight over the years and i tried a lot of beneficial shit i tried proper diet plans proper exercise but the truth is is that what i'm going about now isn't so much a plan it isn't so much anything specific and it's not tailored to every day being regimented I need a little bit of freedom, so I need to choose the foods I want to eat, but they have to match the calories. I have to choose the amount of activity I do, but I have to be accountable to that. And it's all part and parcel with it. Um, and yeah, I suppose, look, I think when you're looking into lose weight and you're looking into bettering yourself, you always want the fucking glamorous fucking solution. You want this thing that's just going to fix you instantly. The quick fix, the fucking diet book, the fucking... I mean, look how much stupid shit our influencers pushing at the moment. Fucking the diet tea. I considered it all. I bought a lot of it. I fucking bought fat burners. I bought fat loss tea. I drank fucking heaps and heaps of green tea, even though I thought it tasted like shit. Because I heard it had fat loss properties. And I mean, really, had I just fucking taken the effort to fucking go for a walk every day, do 10,000 steps, fucking go to the gym or just fucking do anything, I'd have been 10 times better off. I mean, look, the things I never considered, considered fancy enough for losing weight or the things I never considered would work for me because they weren't hardcore enough, like eating less, moving more. That's just something I do now and it's working a fucking trick and that may stop eventually and I'm sure it's coming in a few weeks time where things are going to slow and I'll have to ramp up the effort. But it wasn't the case to go on whole hog straight away, it was just about small consistent changes in the right direction. Cutting out negative people, um, not tied into your calories, not tied into your exercise, but negative people are fucking life vampires. They will suck every bit of good out of what you're doing. They'll pick at your fucking diet, they'll pick at what you're eating, and people tend to fucking push their own views on you, and people tend to push their own thoughts on you. And if someone, I remember, I'm never going to fucking name anyone on this podcast, I don't think they deserve it fucking too big a listener base after all but there were people in my life who genuinely came along and they never liked when I was losing weight they never they never I suppose liked the fact that maybe I was getting ahead in life maybe the fact that I was better in myself and you know they'd always try pick at you they'd always try tell you no what you're doing is wrong you should do this and it was the case of this wasn't when I was on the fad diets this when I was just really trying and I remember at one stage I just went full what I would call fucking black ops went training i didn't tell anyone anything and i lost a shed load of weight and people were really shocked it came as a real big shock because i'd suddenly gone from 118 kg down to 94 and they were saying jesus fucking christ like how's he after losing this and it was very much done in undercover darkness it wasn't highlighted to anyone it wasn't advertised it was just me doing the work on my own and that was probably the best most consistent effort i ever had and i, I did throw that away it wasn't even that regimented it was it was pretty similar to what i'm doing now and I threw it away just out of sheer laziness. But look, back to negative people. Uh, and negative people really wanted to know what you're doing. They say, what are you doing? What are you doing to lose weight? Part of it is that they probably want to copy that and do it themselves. If it worked for you, it'll work for me. It's not always the case either. And part of it is down to the fact of they want to pick holes at you. They want to tell you, no, no, you're doing that wrong. You should listen to me. I mean, look, it's only worked for you for this fucking, what was it, fucking 24 kg. But it's not going to work for the rest. It's not going to make that much different. Um, yeah, do you know what? Negative people, they will ruin you. And just cut them out. It doesn't matter who they are. It doesn't matter what they do for you. If you can cut yourself out of a negative environment, you'll excel 10 times more than you ever would have. 
if you were sitting around them and trying your best. Like you could probably operate at 50% of the effort without negative people and you'll do better compared to trying to do 100% and having negative people knock you back every fucking time. And look at, I'm probably, people who are close to me would probably say I'm a bit too cutthroat when it comes to cutting out negative people. Uh, but look, to be honest, I'd, I'd rather not have them in my life. That's just the truth. I mean, look, I'm on month two of losing weight, ticking away the pounds. Um, I'm happy to advertise it here, but if anyone asked me, I probably wouldn't tell them too much what I'm doing. Uh, they can listen to the podcast or whatever, but I don't really go into it. But like, I mean, think about it. You're two months in making all these changes. Am I still craving shit food? Absolutely. Am I still human? Yep. Do I know the bad food tastes nice? I fucking do. And like, whether I'm going for a walk or I'm listening to a fucking motivational video or whatever, when I'm tired, when I'm hungry, when I'm lazy, when I'm down, uh, when my mood gets me, I'm still weak and I'm still just that way. It's just down to the fact of I'm still a fat person. Other than the fact that my weight is still heavy. But like my mindset is still the same as the guy who got to 142 kg. It's the same as the guy who sat there eating fucking yogurt upon yogurt when he was fucking 11 years old on the fucking couch. It's just, it just is what a fucking is like. It's, it's just, it's brutal. It's terrible. But that's the truth. And that doesn't go away overnight. That doesn't go away in two months. And you need to realize, you need to be able to catch yourself, check yourself and gauge your choices, choice by choice, meal by meal, take it as it comes and make sure the good choices outweigh the bad. And that's how you're gonna actually get where you're gonna go. Because at the end of the day, if you were just trying to keep everything regimented and consistent, and then you're going on big binges, it's never gonna fucking work. Um, so look, I suppose what I'd leave you with, uh, which is one of the main things I think about regulars, look, if you're hungry, eat, but make a good choice. If you're tired, sleep, don't over fucking think it like are you trying are you genuinely really fucking trying because there's a lot of time i think i'm fucking trying and i'm not fucking doing a tap i think i live in this world where i romanticize what i'm doing i think i'm such a fucking amazing person i'm to be honest like i like if my mindset and my thoughts about myself in terms of how hard i'm working were actually how hard i was working i'd be fucking 90 kg i'd be sitting fucking confident going you know what i am a fucking boss but you know that's that's not how that's not how life works. Look, as I'm going on this, just please, and I mean please, if you're actually doing what I'm doing, please reach out and let me know. And let me know what's working for you. Let me know if anything I've said today has helped you. And if you're just someone who's listening, you're a bystander and everything else, please, and I mean seriously, like just just give people a break. Don't be nagging at the people who are overweight in your life. Don't be trying to get them to make the changes you're making. When someone's ready to make that change, they're gonna make that change. And before that point, they never will. Now, I was ready two months ago, but six months before that, I made a few failed attempts. And that's the truth, that's how it works. Your mindset is gonna be in a place where you think you're there, but you, you might not always be. And sometimes you fall back and you just have to pick yourself up and you have to think about it and look, it's not a great journey. It's not like I'm fucking trying to emigrate from a fucking third world country and going across the rivers and fucking in boats to get to fucking safe land. I have a pretty good life, a pretty good job. I have a lot of good things in my life. And the truth is, is that you need to take life by the balls, capture every bit of fucking goodness and stop focusing on the negative. Improve to the point where you can have a lifestyle where you're gonna be happy. 
that's it nothing more nothing less just be happy cut out the negative people and just do your best uh, that's the truth you're not always going to have the best day ever but I mean if you get your 10,000 steps or if you do a little bit more or you keep your calories on point it's not going to impact you but don't just self-destruct don't give yourself the opportunity to self-destruct take away the negatives and just give yourself that chance um, yeah bit of a ranty one probably will need to listen back could be all mumbles could be all shite um, yeah I don't know we'll have to see but look in all seriousness thanks so much for listening um, these episodes will keep going on regardless if anyone's listening they'll keep going on until I reach my weight loss goal and look for anyone who does enjoy them and anyone who does think they're beneficial just thanks for checking it out you know it's, it's a good thing there will be more interviews to come uh, to be honest I just haven't had the time uh, this is an easy one where you can record 20 minutes I'm feeling like pretty pretty like shit today to be honest but I said I wanted to record something and get it on on recording you know I actually put up a post recently which kind of said like oh I'm too busy to record podcasts or really it's, it's not that I was too busy I just wasn't in the mood for it I was, I was not able for it uh, but look need to put it out there need to need to get it going in the right direction um, so yeah look thanks Fat Man Talking Podcast on Instagram, fatmantalkingpodcast at gmail.com. Send me some feedback. Send me some information. Let me know if there's anything you can do for me, I can do for you. And most importantly, just any support is, is greatly appreciated. Anyone who shares it out in their story, anyone who checks it out, anyone who just clicks play, regardless if you got this far, uh, thank you. Uh, it means a lot. And yeah, you know what? That's it. I could probably rant on for days, but I'm just going to stop it there. And we are out.